Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Everyone and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host Juliet Lamar, and joining us today is Aurangzeb Khan. He is the president and CEO at Altia Systems, and they have a whole range of products on the Panacast. So I'm very excited to talk to him. Welcome. Good morning, Juliet. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm I'm really excited to share your company with our listeners because it's got a lot of Thank you. features. <laughs> well, thanks very much. We appreciate uh, appreciate being here. So, for our listeners who might not be familiar with your company, can you give us a little overview of of what you guys are doing and some of your products? Sure. Altia Systems is a venture backed company. We are based in Silicon Valley, uh, in Cupertino, California, um, and we are pioneering a new kind of uh, camera systems technology. You know, I think everyone is familiar with uh, cameras and how cameras work. Uh, we're taking it one step beyond that by building a, an array of cameras that are all uh, synchronized and uh, fished and uh, run so that uh, they work as one. So think of it as an array of cameras that are behaving like one very unique kind of a camera. The uh-huh. uh, product, um, the, our first product consisted of six cameras that were synchronized together to give you a 200 degree field of view. and uh, the current product that's been shipping for about two and a half years is doing very well, called Panacast 2, has three cameras that are uh, stitched together to give you a 180-degree field of view. It's much wider, you know, than any single camera can do. And if you're familiar with single cameras or try to do ultra-wide angle, um, typically they use the technology called a fisheye lens. And uh, you may be familiar with some of the sports cameras, and you know, where you get a fishbowl effect, where people look like you're inside or, or you're looking at them through a fishbowl, uh, that doesn't happen with, with our product. So the unique thing about building a camera array, although technically it's very hard, is it gives you a very natural, a visually very coherent experience. It looks like how you see the world with your own eyes. You know, humans are blessed with a really wide field of view. We see almost 180 degrees. And so this kind of replicates that human field of view. Uh, and differently than a single camera trying to give you that view through a lot of distortion, uh, objects and people and things look normal and correct. Their scale, their size, their proportion looks right. So it's very easy on the eyes, much easier to understand, uh, much easier to, to uh, connect with. Now, absolutely. And you know, the use cases for this are, are huge. You can use it for so many different things. Exactly. Exactly. And that's been our big excitement, Juliet, is that, you know, we... Entered one market, and I'll tell you a bit more about that, and that's been going great for us. Uh, but as you said, you know, there's a huge change happening, uh, fundamental change in how uh, computer systems, systems, uh, well, you know, you can think of cars now as, as computer systems in a way, right? How digital systems work, because for the longest time, they used to work with uh, software, you know, with apps that people wrote that did certain things, and the software got better and better, and it could do more and more things. But the really fundamental shift in the last few years is the idea of uh, what people call artificial intelligence, where um, you know machines and these systems can can learn on their own and, and act autonomously. 
Uh, and particularly when they go around in the real world, like as cars or, or drones or what have you, that creates a lot of very hard and, and very exciting new technical requirements um, on the kind of vision systems that can support these uh, products. And so, you know, we, about 2017, started shipping a lot of uh, intelligent vision technology with our products. And I'll give you some examples here in a minute that, uh, you know, improve how people uh, experience, let's say how people experience video collaboration, that market is exploding right now. Uh, and also how, you know, things like cars or smart buildings, smart homes, you know, industry 4.0, how all these products take advantage of intelligent vision um, to, uh, to take actions, to improve the experience, to remove a lot of the drudgery from everyday work. Oh, absolutely. So give us a, an insight into some of your products. You have so many wonderful projects. Um, go ahead and tell us a little bit about the different ones. Sure. Yeah, let me start with, with Panacast too. You know, so if you if you look at our product, it's actually it's really very tiny. Uh, you know, it's a it's about half the size in terms of lens, about half as long as a, as a modern smartphone, and about the same width and and pretty thin. You can fit it inside your shirt pocket. But inside each one of them, uh, there are three three megapixel cameras. Uh, each camera has its own imager, its own image signal pipeline. So if you package it up. You know, that would be a camera by itself. Um, and then there's our processor. Uh, there's actually nine different processors inside this device. We also have two microphones uh, and audio DSP. Um, and what we do with our core technology, which is called uh, real-time dynamic stitching, is that, you know, imagine these three cameras being arranged in a certain position, like in a semicircle, and that the fields of view from the adjacent cameras are overlapped. And in that overlap region, we basically run a very high-speed algorithm in, uh, inside our chip to pick out pixels from the left eye versus the right eye or on the right side from the middle eye versus the right eye uh, and synchronize and stitch these so that it's an imperceptible panorama. You know, it looks like it's all coming from one camera. Um, human eyes are actually really good at telling minute differences in chroma and luma, you know, the visual quality of the video or the picture. So we also do a lot of work in, in optimizing that. Uh, and then finally, all these pixels are, are mathematically rendered onto a cylinder. It's sort of like putting them on a cylinder so that as you sweep your head, you know, it would be how you would see the world. Uh, and they come out over a really simple plug-and-play connection. It's a USB connection. So if you buy our device, you plug it into your uh, Mac or your PC, and you can start your favorite uh, video collaboration app. You can um, use it to do live streaming. You can use it to record content, you know, things of that kind. It's panoramic 4K, so it's 4K pixel density and at half height. Uh, so it's uh, 180 degree wide, 54 degree tall field of view. And, um, it's got 4.15 megapixels across that, so 38, 40 pixels in the X direction, 1080 pixels in the Y direction. And, uh, you know, there are a number of different markets we'll get into, but before I go there, let me just pause and, and see if uh, all of this is making sense. Oh, it, absolutely, and it's, it's, so, it's so interesting. I'm looking at, you know, the examples that you have on your website and seeing really how good right. these three eyes are working together. It's seamless. Exactly. That's, you know, a lot of... Uh, Excitement, a lot of uh, core hard innovation. This is like what Silicon Valley does best, right? To anticipate and invent new technology. And to kind of give you an idea, um, you know, there's a lot of processing going on. So we process 300 million pixels every second. 
to, to give you that visual experience of seamlessness. Um, and the thing is, of course, you don't need to worry about any of that. You plug it in. So, so, so we do a lot of work, and a lot of our customers uh, do work where um, they'll be working with their friends or their colleagues in different cities and different parts of the city, different continents. Uh, and a lot of them are using cloud-based video conferencing services, uh, you know, like Zoom, or you could use WebEx or Skype. And, um, you know, you plug in our device. And so, you know, the classic challenge where if you're doing a video call with somebody, you can use your webcam or you can even use these old-fashioned motorized cameras, but they're pretty much good for one person at a time. So imagine, you know, you, you're there and you've got two or three folks with you and you're trying to uh, talk to a group of people. We do a lot of calls. Last night we did a call with some folks in Australia. And, you know, it was very simple. We put the Panacast behind our Mac, fired up Zoom, started the video call. And on the other side, they have a sense of just sitting across the table from us. They can see not one of us or bobbing and weaving to get into the frame of view, but all of us. And so that's pretty powerful because then you can start to kind of read the room, read the body language, see you know who's engaged, who's lost, who's following along, and, and change and modify and modulate what you do or what you say and when and how you say it based on that all those visual cues that we're used to in real life, right? When you meet people in person, you get all that rich information. Uh, but typically when you do a, a traditional video call with a traditional camera, uh, you don't because many people are just left out. Not so nice, that's so the start. Cool. Yeah, and that's the start of it. And and that's led to huge success. You know, so we anticipated this new kind of a market coming along uh, called the huddle room. You know, um, in the agile software development methodology, there are so-called scrum sessions and huddle sessions. And the whole idea is you get everybody together for a short amount of time you go over what's been done, what's to be done, you kind of coordinate efforts, and then everybody's off to do their own sprint. And so with the, with the huddle room, the key thing that's happening is people are using space very efficiently. Companies are retooling their physical space, opening it up so you can have rows of desks, so it's easy for people to see and connect. But then if you need a little space uh, to go talk to somebody else, somewhere further away or what have you, they create a lot of small rooms along the perimeter of the buildings. And on the room, typically, there's a, you know, imagine a really good quality 4K monitor on the wall. And then like, a, a, it's called a peninsula table, but it's a table that abuts right underneath that uh, monitor on the wall. And then there's maybe five chairs, you know, in the room, uh, uh, a whiteboard. It's typically a really tiny space, like maybe seven feet by seven feet or, or something like that. And the bigger companies are putting in hundreds of these. And in a situation like that, you know, any device other than the Panacast basically leaves a lot of that room out of the field of view of the camera, essentially rendering a lot of that space useless. Mm. Whereas with the Panacast, you know, we pick up literally everybody, and it always amazes people, and it's kind of fun to show because, you know, normally people are expecting when you go to the very edge of the camera's field of view that you start to get distortion, like a fisheye-type lens, you know. With ours, you don't. And so you end up seeing really people all around the table. You'll see the whiteboard. So all your remote participants feel like they're full and equal participants in the conversation. And so, you know, what customers tell us is meetings just run a whole lot better. They actually run shorter because people are engaged. They're not multitasking. They're really in the moment. They're in the conversation. They're sharing and exchanging ideas. They can share the whiteboard and uh, basically be much more productive and, and, and hence be more uh, competitive, you know, get things done faster. Absolutely. And you're just you're solving so many different problems at once, and you also have the the Panacast with the intelligent vision, which you were touching on a little bit. 
yes. but you can yes. light the room with the you can light the room. People can have an interactive whiteboard. I mean, this is this exactly. is game changing. It it really is. Thank you for saying that. And I think you know our big customers, you know, um, that are that are using these in, in high rollouts. And now we have fifteen hundred companies around the world. Uh, Thirty eight countries are all over the world. Uh, you know, including two hundred universities uh, that are just you know kind of casting every day. That's how they run their business. They GoDaddy, you know, uh, has hundreds of them all over the uh, uh, all over their campuses, and that's just. No, pretty much no phone calls. Everything is is uh, a video-enabled conversation. Um, Carnegie Mellon University, uh, Professor Stuart Evans is using it to run a class in real time uh, that runs here in Pittsburgh, and I think they're going to go international with that. Um, and then we've got new use cases emerging, like um, in, in in education, distance learning. A lot of universities, in addition to you know, live classes are, are recording and sharing content or just streaming the class so remote people can participate. We're seeing a pickup in advertising. You know, we're all familiar with the kiosks, you know, digital displays. When you're in a major city, you, you see the ads. Well, behind those ads typically is a camera that's looking at the folks who are looking at the ad and trying to figure out something about them, their gender, maybe their age, maybe where what their interests are. Uh, and now the new technology is going to change the ad in response to the people who are looking at the ad. So this idea of real-time responsiveness also needs high-performance cameras. And because our device is incredibly fast and it's fully immersive, um, you know, it's, it's kind of a game-changer in, in all of these markets. We've taken it the other extreme. So, you know, we've been winning a, a lot of awards with the new technology and, and, and founding a lot of cool patents. We built a product for the uh, Intel Sports uh, BU. It's a new business unit inside Intel, uh, and their charter is to broadcast major professional sports to your uh, smartphone. So you know we're all familiar with broadcast TV and how it comes to a screen, and you get a certain experience. This is transformative because this is a personalized form of broadcasting. So you get it on your smartphone, you hear it, you see it, and if you move your head around you in your own time can select the view you want. So you have a much enriched fan experience as if you're physically present where the device is, is located. And what we built for them is a 180-degree 4K 3D, you know, 60 frames per second, very high-end system that plugs directly into the broadcasting infrastructure, and then it goes out. Um, so if you look at, um, you know, the, the sports that these uh, Intel folks broadcast include NFL, NBA, you know, PGA Tour, things like that, very high-profile sports. They're also the sponsor for the Olympics. And so with our device, you know, let's say behind a hoop or where the referee is or at the goalpost or at the 50-yard line, when you receive that feed to your uh, Samsung Gear or your, or your Google device, uh, you know, you can move your head left and right and up and down, and you will see as if you were physically sitting where that device is, what's on the right, what's on the left. Um, and you'll see that action coming right up close and personal. So a very exciting new kind of a fan experience becoming possible because of these technologies where we can take arrays of cameras and synchronize them, stitch them to give you this very immersive sense of presence. And you're even going beyond all that, and you're also implementing in virtual reality kits as well. Is that, is exactly that right. happening? That's exactly yeah. It is. It is happening, and in fact, you know, that's really what led to the deal we did with Intel. They had bought our 3D VR kit. We won awards for those um, uh, about a year ago at CES, and they started using them, and then they came to us and said, hey, we really love this product. 
but we want something even more personalized to our market and our needs. And so, you know, the, the good thing, we're blessed with having a really good engineering team and said, you know, no, no problem. We were able to create, you know, a unique product for, for their use case. And uh, and so, so and you, you know, hopefully you'll have a chance to try that experience. It's pretty cool. Um, and as head-mounted displays get better, as smartphones and the resolution gets better, this experience will keep getting better and better, right? So it'll, the sense of being virtually there will come closer and closer to the sense of being actually physically present where that game is, is happening. Now, you asked me, and I'm going to spend a minute on uh, Intelligent Vision because we're very excited about that. We've got a whole spate of products rolled out that are really software algorithms running in the processor inside our product. First one we did uh, back in uh, 2017, and we, we uh, got a best of show for it in Amsterdam, was Intelligent Zoom. And what that does is, so think of this device, not only is it giving you great video and great audio, but it can also detect where the people are. Right, so imagine you've got this device, it's giving you a 180-degree field of view, but there's only one person in front of it. So in that case, maybe you don't need the full 180. So what this uh, technology does is it automatically reduces and zooms in so that centers and fills the frame with that one person. Now, you know, it responds in real time, meaning that let's say a second person comes in, joins that person, well, then it'll open up the field of view. Third person comes in oh. the same way. That if somebody wow. leaves, it'll it'll automatically close down that feature, right? So now you don't need a remote control. You don't need to manually fiddle with things. You don't need to wait for the motor on the camera to turn to include you. It just happens automatically and, and autonomously. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> if people love it. I mean, you know, we've been adding that. We, we have very high attach rate because it solves a practical problem, right? When you and I are talking and more of our friends join the conversation, we want to include everybody, and we don't want to stop having our conversation. We don't want to lose our train of thought. Yeah, and, and you don't want to stop and take away time to readjust things, you know, and just need to happen like our own eyes. Exactly, exactly. And so that's, you know, what our inspiration is a lot about biomimetic systems, human systems, how biology builds these incredible, you know, as you said, our eyes. And, and we don't even literally think about this, right? It just happens. Somebody walks in, you look at them, you greet them, they're in the group, you see them, and they're part of your conversation. Well, we figured, okay, why don't cameras do that? And so we tried to solve that problem. The other one, uh, Panacast Vivid, is um, a technology, it's uh, technically called uh, high dynamic range. And what it's doing is, you know, if you look at any camera, let's say, if you take a picture or you shoot a video and you've got a bright light behind the person, then that person looks pretty silhouetted, right? It's kind of hard to make out the person. Or the person may be sitting somewhere inside and it's really dark and their face looks looks also not properly dead. So this technology uh, understands luminance. It's a signal processing algorithm. And uh, it adjusts the... Effectively, it behaves like you had a studio light pointed at that person, right? It lights them up. Although what's actually happening is it's adjusting the luminance on the pixels to brighten the person's face. Mm, and it just okay. makes people look good, right? People look good, they yeah. feel comfortable, they feel, they feel engaged with the conversation. Well, absolutely. And, and then there's one more feature with your, with your yes. smart system here. Yeah, a couple more. So let me dig into the next one. So, you know, one of uh, wait, so our, our big investor actually is Intel Capital. Intel, as you know, is the premier provider of microprocessors and chips for computing. And, um, we do a lot of work with Intel Research. So about a year ago, we came up with the Panacast Whiteboard product, again, in response to customers' needs to solve 
a practical problem. And the problem was, you know, you're having a, a video conferencing session with your uh, colleagues and, and everything is good with the podcast, but then somebody gets up and they start writing on the whiteboard. How do we bring that whiteboard in so that remote people feel like they can see what's going on and, and they don't feel like they're disconnected? And mm-hmm. so for that, we uh, built a computer vision algorithm which uh, basically looks at all the pixels of video going by and figures out either through a marker we put on it or you can manually tell it the four corners that this particular area is a, is a whiteboard. It then extracts that video and rectifies it, makes it look like you're uh, standing straight in front of it and makes that into a second virtual camera. So there's one physical device and it's creating this virtual camera and you can pull that into your Zoom meeting or Skype meeting or what have you. So not only can you use the device to include all the people, but now you can also get all the, you know, you know, the, the whiteboard being presented to, to all your remote colleagues like they are standing right in front of it. And that's going to be and keeping been, people engaged so much better. It, exactly, right? Because, you know, most, many of us like to think with our hand and we'll start drawing and then if somebody's not in the room, they feel, they really don't feel like an equal participant, right? They feel like, mm-hmm. hmm, I wonder what they're doing. I wonder what's going on, right? So this really fixes that. Yeah. Um, So that's been a big hit for us, especially with the universities, right? Because, you know, you can imagine that's just a staple. Uh, But really for for pretty much all of us, whiteboards are pretty much ubiquitous. They're everywhere. Um, And then, you know, the the, the latest uh, technology we brought out this year uh, takes that people detection up uh, in a a big way. And this is an artificial intelligence algorithm we developed with uh, Intel. Um, It's got a a bit of a complicated name. The name is a severely occluded head detector convolutional neural network. And what that means is... You might want to shorten that. You might want to shorten that. Yeah, that's a little little too complicated. (laughs) So what what it means is that essentially, you know, even if you can barely see a person and you don't see the front or the side, you only see a back of their head, it can still figure out that that's a person, Right. And so, mm-hmm. so what that does is, you know, with the built-in technology we introduced about a year and a half ago, we could find, identify, uh, detect people up to 12 feet away. And by the way, we never take pictures or store video. We simply are a streaming device. So the only thing we output is a number, how many people are in front of the device, right? Well, so with this technology, this runs in, a, in an Intel processor inside your PC, uh, it can uh, detect people up to 40 feet away. Oh, wow. And it can literally count hundreds of people. Yeah, it's amazing, right? So you know, imagine you're you're doing a you're doing a class, and you want to know how many people attended the class. Or you could be in a big lecture hall, right? It could have a hundred people in it. This thing will count automatically for you and tell you how many people are in front of it. That so that, that, is, that is so great. Essential. Yeah, it's becoming a, it's becoming exactly essential because. For example, then you can not only um, get data, right? And some of our customers are storing this data. They call them data lakes. They're basically putting tons of information in a in a cloud database where later on they can do a query to say, you know, what's the seasonality? What's the pattern of use? Who, how, which spaces are used more often uh, during the day, during the week? Where do people tend to congregate? So that they can invest in making those places more productive and better. Or they may have built really big open spaces and find that just two or three people use them at a time. So then they can tailor that physical real estate in the right way. 
You can also down the road imagine data like this to do things like if a lot of people go into a conference room or into a part of the building, it turns off the air conditioning so that it, everybody stays cool. Or it can mm -hmm. turn down the blinds, you know, or it can automatically turn, turn on equipment in the room. And, and that, would be, exactly, that would be helpful in so many different ways, so many different ways. Yeah, exactly, because, you know, then today basically either people put up with it or it's somebody's job to go around and kind of do these kinds of things, um, and this just takes that tedious part of the job away. And I'll say there's one more piece of it which we're very excited about. Um, there's a lot of work going on at the universities and in the big industrial labs where people are training AI algorithms to detect everyday objects. And so, you know, you, you can get open-source uh, open trained uh, technologies, you know, free of cost, um, that can detect up to 9,000 different things in the real world. You know, imagine, I mean, with our eyes, we know how to see things, and we know that's a phone, that's a chair, that's a computer, that's a coffee mug, you know, that's a, a, a glass, or that's a water bottle. Well, this algorithm can do all that. So we basically, and because we are an array of cameras and we don't have the distortion, like I said in the beginning, what we found is that you can literally download those algorithms, plug in the Panacast, provide the video from Panacast to those algorithms, and they'll start making sense and detecting things. So we do a demo in our conference room where, you know, it's picking up people, but also chairs and phones and laptops and TV monitors. And, you know, we have a wall clock on one of the walls. It'll pick that up and say that's a clock. That's, now, that's, you know, so, that's, that's great. Yeah, I mean, imagine what that can do, right? So, for example, trivial things like, let's say a room's supposed to have 10 chairs, and it says it sees that there's only five in there. It can put a flag up. Or it's supposed to have a keyboard, the keyboard's missing. You know, today, typically, people find out about that when they're trying to have a meeting, and it leads to a lot of consternation because it delays them, or they don't get to focus on their job. They're having to, to fix the, the space that they're trying to get their work done in. Uh, this is also really essential for self-driving cars because co they clearly want to know what's around them and what's in front of them so that they can make the right maneuvers, they can brake, they can you know do all the right things to to navigate the real world. And because we all we can do all of this incredibly fast, we are um, being pulled into into a myriad number of different applications. So if people are interested in getting this product and you know they want to see it for themselves, our listeners, want to go and they want to check everything out, what is the best place to connect with you? Yeah. Well, we'd love for them to, um, you know, they can come, come to our website, panacast.com. Um, there's a lot of information there. We, we've tried to put up, uh, you know, customer feedback, our, our own um, examples, uh, white papers, things of that kind. They can also buy it there if they like. And then, uh, you know, definitely if they have any questions or queries, they have some cool ideas of how to use the product, we would love to hear their feedback, and there's uh, an easy way from our website uh, to do that. Fantastic, and that is at panacast.com, P-A-N-A-C-A-S-T.com. Yep. Rangzeb, thank you so much for joining us here today and sharing this really new and game-changing technology with our listeners. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, and I hope the listeners enjoyed it, and thanks again, Juliet. Look forward to keeping in touch. That was Aurangzeb Khan. He is the president and CEO at Altia Systems with their wonderful product line of Pancast Systems. Check them out. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This has been Juliet Lamar with Future Tech Podcast. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review to discover more future technologies 
that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. 